This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Harvey Levin here. Fabian here. Derek here. So, uh, Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker have continued. I feel like they need jackets that, like velvet jackets with like insignias that say marriage tour 2022. (laughs) Five timers club. So third, third marriage, uh, ceremony and this time in Italy, I, I gotta say. They pulled out all the stops. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this it's was as crazy. this was as extravagant as it gets, for sure. Well, when you get and she's a lesser Kardashian, and it's is. still the most extravagant. It, it felt pretty Kimish. It, it felt Kimish. It, it felt like so over the top. But I guess Travis Barker and she are huge. Right. So couple. we know that usually what the first dance they play, the DJ plays a song, Andrea Andrea Bocelli sang. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, first of all, how much did they pay him? Probably a lot. A lot. It, it, I don't know how how soon they booked him or what, because this this wedding came together very quickly after the after the Santa Barbara marriage. They yeah, it they, did. I don't, I don't know how, how long they've been planning this. No, but you're it right. Came together relatively quickly. I imagine they got him on kind of short notice. Maybe there's an extra fee for that. Well, I let me ask you a question though. All, all due respect, Andrea Bocelli is an absolute legend, but he sings a certain type of music. I expect the drummer from Blink One Eighty Two yes. and Courtney Kardashian who have. Uh, cultivated this goth aesthetic, I would say, totally. where you know, making out in public. Well, he's he's got, adopted, he had, he had a mohawk. His Why I, Andrea Bocelli I, at their wedding? Oh, I have right. a theory. I have a tell theory. me your theory because I expect MGK theory. to sing no, at their wedding. I'll or tell something. you. I'll tell you yeah. why. That would make sense, but it doesn't elevate it to this kind of spectacular wedding that they want. They want I mean, the, the fairy tale it, classic wedding. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter what they like. It matters what it looks like. Yeah, they they want. They, I mean, they, I hate they, to say it that were, way. I, I think you're right. What they were trying to do is buy prestige and class. Unfortunately, I mean, that's the that's you the, said it. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's true. And by the way, speaking of Andrea Bocelli, he was also at Kim's wedding, mind you, because Backard Backard. I totally forgot that Backard was sending us photos from 2014, saying, "Hey, Andrea Bocelli." I there. totally. They were trying to they were trying to hawk those photos once again. Like, oh look, he was there for uh, Kim's wedding as well. So, Courtney, can Sarah, I ask you? Can I ask you? Well, hold on. Can I ask you? A question? Is that kind of bad luck? It's a bad omen. <laughs> I, you and I, you and I, as you said it, I was like, eek. <laughs> she had him at the Kanye wedding? I yeah. don't know about that. I don't that. know about that. So, Andrea's great, but wow. Yeah. Even, cho- even choosing Italy. Yeah. They double dipped on many, many fronts. I mean, and the final thing, and then we'll move on. But, um, I mean, look, it was it was really sweet. Chris uh, Jenner walked Courtney down the aisle. Yep. Obviously, her dad has passed. Yep. Um. Kim looked incredible, and it made me wonder. And because I don't know much about this, I, I mean, personally, I really don't like weddings. So <laughs> shocker, everyone. Yeah, Harvey not into love. I'm just kidding. Sorry about that. <laughs> but um, is it dicey when a bridesmaid looks really good? Like, <laughs> I'm not saying you, you want to feel this one. No, no, no. I mean, I'm and I'm not saying Are that. You talking about Kim? First of all, Courtney. Her sister. Courtney yeah, looked. Courtney looked just beyond beautiful. She yeah. looked incredible. But I always wondered about this. Bridesmaids. I always thought we're supposed to. I not necessarily be wallflowers, but, but not upstage the bride. They're the backup dancers. Yes. Yes. 
They're all supposed to look the same. Yeah. Right. Kim pushed that a little bit. Kim doesn't do dowdy. I don't know what to tell you. I didn't say I <laughs> Kim didn't does even, not do like I didn't a say frumpy dowdy. bridesmaid's dress. No. I didn't say dowdy. Yeah. But there's, there's a somewhere diff- in between. There's somewhere in between dowdy and oh my god, look at her. Well, it, yeah. uh, are you saying is it, are you likening that because to her outfit or is it because You saw of, the picture. Yeah. I mean, you put the picture up. Yeah, it's are you saying her outfit is what made her stand out or it was her, everything. Or, or her He's natural saying Kim, her Kim natural is stunning, beauty. man. Kim glows. Yeah, so it, are, so if you if if the question if the question you're asking, I'll answer is Kim better looking than Courtney Kardashian? I didn't say no, no, I didn't. Yes, the no, 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 no. Yes. I did I mean, not. Courtney's great too, okay, but hold on. Kim is the cream of the, I I did not I did not I didn't say that. That's not what I'm getting at. Okay, all right. That's not what I'm getting at. Courtney looked unbelievable. She had the veil of the century. I'm just all I'm saying is our bridesmaid did she show her up a little bit i didn't even say show her up but it's it it's a little competitive sure yes. that's all i'm saying well, anyway yeah we'll, we'll leave that maybe he wanted to let's answer go. another question well, and well, he was happy to do so let's move on to uh let's move on to the dave Chappelle attacker oh, this, this was, is super nah, interesting. this was nuts uh so the new york post got this interview they it was a jailhouse interview they went and interviewed this guy isaiah lee uh who is who is uh Waiting further, more serious charges. He's pro- if he gets convicted on those, he'll be in jail for a long time. Attempted murder. Yes, and he acknowledged as much in his interview. But on on the issue of why he did what he did, because he's sort of copying to this in this interview, uh, on, as far as rushing Dave Chappelle, tackling him, um, we had sort of gotten a sense of the, some, from this uh, from Dave himself um, earlier. But now Isaiah's speaking out and he's saying it was actually Dave's material and his LGBT jokes, among other types of jokes he has, that triggered me. Um, he said that, he, uh, the, you know, he identifies as bisexual and he was hearing Dave talk about trans stuff before he went on stage, which I mean, there's, if you look at the reviews out there, people were saying, yeah, he was, Dave was talking about the trans issue once again. Uh, and that apparently that triggered Isaiah Lee. And, uh, he, he said, I wanted to get up there. I wanted him to, to show him and let him know you have to think about the material and who it affects. I so essentially he's saying, I wanted to teach Dave a lesson. Okay. So here's, here's my question. You're saying that Dave actually mentioned this during w- during his set at the Hollywood Bowl before Isaiah got up there. Dave was talking about so, the trans thing. Okay, yes. so that you can you could understand how he might get triggered. I suppose. Here's the question: Why did he show up with a fake gun and a knife? Well, not only that, but why did you show up to a Dave Chappelle stand-up show in general? Knowing Dave Chappelle, the territory that he's in these days, and he's very much so in this trans talk a lot these days. He's not he's not stepping away from that. People were wondering, what are you doing there? You know Dave Chappelle, so well, like, you knew people. Well, people questioned his motive, saying you knew damn well what you were getting into with the Dave Chappelle concert, so you might have been prone. You might have been. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's perfectly clear that he showed up with the to me at was, least that he, he showed was gonna, up with the weapon because he knows Dave does this type of material. Yes. Dave is controversial at this point. Yeah, has a track record for doing this kind of material, right. and, and he wanted gonna, to rush the stage and threaten him. This is what is going well, but, on but, here. But, but hold on, I think if Dave didn't talk about anything trans the guy would have still rushed the I, stage. I, I agree completely because, yeah. i mean he brought a knife he, uh, he, he brought a fake gun yeah he, 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 he wanted to he send a message gonna, about dave's material he, he not necessarily he, what he said before what happened in the bowl absolutely yes he says that he didn't have the weapon out out when he was like tackling him but it doesn't matter he had it on him he acknowledges that too like I, yes i had it on me um but he also talks about homeless. did he say why what do you mean? Uh, did he say why he he, had he the didn't weapon? mention why he had the weapon on him? Um, but he did talk about another thing that apparently triggered him is the fact that Dave Chappelle. I don't know if he was t- joking about homelessness either during that set or because you know Dave Chappelle has the Tyrone Bigums character from his show, which is like a crackhead homeless guy. I don't know if if that's what Isaiah was talking about, but Isaiah himself says he experienced homelessness. 
that also triggered him too. And apparently one of his openers was talking about pedophilia and he was saying, I'm a, I'm a victim of uh, sexual abuse when I was a minor and this and that. So all these different things that he claims set him <laughs> off. Here's what I want to say. This, uh, you know, his explanation is scary to me. The, the, the scary thing is, I think this is going to resonate with a lot of people. I think a lot of people think Dave should be careful what he says, and he got what was coming to him yes. for, for, for spewing hate speech. I think that is a viewpoint out there. I think it's dangerous. Wait, I mean, you think people are saying that it's good that Dave got attacked? I think Some absolutely people, people will resonate with the message that not, this guy that gave publicly. Dave what was coming. Yeah, absolutely. I, for Harvey. sure. And, and, and it's, it's, it's such, to your point, it's such a dangerous precedent that he's setting. And by the way, Dave Chappelle was doing stand-up this weekend for John Mulaney out in, um, out in um, uh, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio. John Mulaney was headlining. Chappelle came out as a seat, like a surprise opener. And apparently, there was a ton of LGBT people there because a lot. Of, I don't know. I guess John Mulaney has a big LGBT fan base or whatever. But a lot of people say that Dave came out. They claim he made an, a transphobic joke. I, 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 you can go read the website as far as what the joke is. I don't consider it transphobic. He basically said it was a gun, or it was a, it was a it was a knife that identified as a gun. Talking about the attacker, it was whatever. But that that's not. I don't consider that transphobic. People were pissed about that. We did a story about it this weekend. All these different tweets saying, I feel like John Mulaney ambushed us with Dave Chappelle. We didn't we didn't pay tickets to see Dave Chappelle. So Dave Chappelle kind of continue on with this path. But to your point, people won't publicly support this guy, but quietly they will they say Dave say, got yeah, what was coming. 100%. And that's the problem with what's going on right now. Harvey. And, and it's this dangerous. Is absolutely going to be a viewpoint. If you're shopping while working, eating or even listening to this podcast, then, you know, and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Okay, okay. Uh, let's move on to Amber Heard, because oh, yeah. I, I, I got to tell you. This is the story I, that keeps on giving. I love you know, it. it, it's funny. Um, I, was, I was telling some people today that I, my kind of street, I call them street Nielsen's. This, this uh, woman I worked with for a long time at uh, uh, CBS when I was a reporter, Patty Ecker, used to talk about street Nielsen's. And um, I, I kind of followed her lead on this. And that's basically just talking to ordinary folks who aren't necessarily in this world that we live in. Right. And I talked to people at the gym about it today, or over the weekend, rather. And, they, you know, most of them, the, the people that I talked to were saying, we haven't really followed it. We just know it's crazy. Um, and, you know, they kind of get bits and pieces here and there. Mm. But, you know, it's interesting. It's just one of those trials, those rare trials, O.J. Simpson, uh, Jean Benet Ramsey, right. doesn't happen a lot no. where it just captivates people. Yeah. So this has. Now, I find this story that you guys did over the weekend that you did, Fabian, yeah. really interesting about Amber's lawyer. Yeah. So shout out Chantel from our social media team. She actually found this on TikTok sort of organically, but it, it was sort of a thing. Essentially, people on TikTok, and there's a lot of, and the, the Johnny Depp defenders, if you will, they're all over social media. They're on Twitter, they're on Instagram, they're especially on TikTok. They're huge on TikTok. But there was this, there was this thing going around where they essentially got like a clip of Elaine uh, Bredehoft in court next to Amber, looking pretty down and out. Like, and people have been kind of picking and choosing these snapshots of her looking sort of, 
you know, red nose and just kind of like uh, uh, flustered. But out you, of, you out should of explain. She was totally outlawed. Yeah, totally outlawed yes, by Johnny's this, lawyer. This Publicly back, humiliated. Yeah, this all this all goes yeah. back to Tuesday's uh, cross examination. She of, couldn't get a question out. She that couldn't. Was not so, just... so Camille Vasquez came up, cross examined Amber. Was very effective in doing that. Elaine came back for redirect and then was not successful in her redirect. Well, you should say, the one thing she looked at the judge was, I'm doing my best. She I looked never, up I, at the heavens. I have she literally never, Camille, never heard a lawyer say this. Because Camille was objecting to every little thing. And, and the and, judge and, was sustaining And sustaining the, the majority of it. And fine. Elaine couldn't really get a word out. And she was so frustrated. She looked up into her thoughts. She's like, I'm trying. I'm trying. She's, she says it Who twice. Who says that? Elaine, obviously. <laughs> uh, you know. To see that kind of capitulation yes. live in a trial. Capitulation is, is surrender. It, it, it kind of is. It, she, it seemed like white, she was waving the white, white flag. flag. She says, I'm trying. I'm trying. She finishes her redirect. It wasn't successful. After that, she was wrapped up with Amber in her redirect. Amber stormed off. She left the courtroom because the judge says, okay, you can go sit with your attorneys again. This is And the jury hadn't been excused, by the way. Amber left the room. She walked right past her attorneys. You could see them kind of looking at her and looking at each other like, uh, did we do something bad? Yes, you did. Amber was furious. So Amber leaves the courtroom. People saw that entire scene. and they, Boy, they, for they, the jury to and, see and, that, and, yes, it is unbelievable. But people kind of looked at this whole thing, especially for Elaine, because she's leading Amber's uh, legal counsel. And they say, damn, we feel bad for Elaine because she has a tough case. And people say she has a not so easy to defend client and that that this all boils down to you know everyone thinks not everyone but a lot of people think amber's just a liar and they say how can elaine defend a liar and they just they, they sympathize with her and that was the story that elaine is garnering this sympathy and it's just so interesting because like nobody hardly anybody has any real sympathy for amber but her even her lawyers are now starting to get a, a shoulder to cry on from the public there's, it's crazy there's a thin line between look johnny's legal team is is impressive they, they just are. are very impressive camille has made a name for herself in this trial i think she'll be a big lawyer in, in years to come sure. but there's a thin line between mastery of your craft and bullying of your opponent and and i think what you oh, saw come here on, Derek. Now, now listen look look she's doing her job she's zealously advocating there's for her no client bullying. i don't think she's necessarily bullying but i think the way it reads to people when you're so much better that you're batting them around in court no. make uh, Har no. Harvey, the read of it to people is that Elaine is outmatched and they are spiking the football on her head. That's why she's getting this sympathy, no, Harvey. No, yeah. I, I, I disagree. I think, in fact, I, I so disagree that I think I'm what sure I think, no, people who are doing this, talking about this, want Johnny Depp to win. Yeah, Camille is facilitating that in their eyes. So the fact that she's effective that has nothing to do with bullying. She just did a good job. I don't think anybody is critical of Camille. What I think is going on here is that the reason, and this is just my opinion about it, but there's a reason that all of a sudden um, Amber Heard's lawyer is getting sympathy. And the reason is because Amber has turned on her. And when, when people saw Amber storm out of the courtroom, they're like, okay, who am I going to side with, Amber or the lawyer? Yeah. And the fact that Amber showed anger toward her lawyer made people feel sympathy for the lawyer. So there's one, I, I'm sort of hesitant to even Oh my address. God, Derek may have bought I'm, that. I'm, sort, I'm, sort I'm of, looking I, at I, Derek's I, face. I think he bought it. I mean, there's, a, there's an element of truth to it. There's an element of truth. They didn't have their sympathy for I, Amber for having a terrible lawyer. Based on the comments the things I've been saying, you, you're right. It's people are, it's more so them saying like, oh my God, look at Amber and the way she's, and by the way, I'm hesitant to talk about this because these are fully rumors. There's no way to confirm these, but people claim people who are in the court have claimed that when the camera isn't rolling and you know either in the halls or whatever they claim they have seen amber and her team in shouting matches and and elaine getting really flat frustrated with amber herself i they claim that i don't know if there's any truth to that whatsoever there's no way to verify it but people have said 
they have heard these rumors of Amber and her team getting to these these squabbling these shouting matches and squabbling within each other. There's a lot of there seems to be infighting, and that's that's another. So is part of that the sympathy that she has a tough client? Yes, that's what it is. Yes, a, a tough client, and this is an impossible but no, task. But nobody, no, no, wow. nobody. I mean, the depth I mean, of people's hatred for no, Amber Heard yes. is, is unbelievable to me. I mean, there. look, yeah. and, <laughs> and, of... and I got to tell you, I believe that there's a lot of fighting going on in that camp I'm sure because Amber Heard. You know, listen, this was a public campaign that she waged. That's why she wrote that op-ed in the Washington Post. So this is a public campaign. She wants to win that campaign. She wanted to win this for years. Yeah, she started it a long time ago. At, yeah. and, and the she fact, was the, one the first one who made the allegations in the first That's place. right. And the yeah. fact that she's losing. Although the one that dragged her into court is Johnny Depp. True. Which is what she said on the stand consistently. She said, I didn't want this. Right. I wanted to write an op-ed about my experience as a domestic violence uh, victim. Right. And he brought it into court. Right. right. But, True. She, but she was the one pushing she this. She made a public campaign. And, public. you know, she, she cares about public perception. She's losing that right now. Yeah, and you got to wonder, especially because it's not going well in court, there's got to be that infighting. I mean, that's just... I'm sure there is. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, speaking of infighting... Oh, Lord. This Jersey Shore story is ridiculous. <laughs> I think, th you know, it's like the cast of Jersey Shore is pissed off that uh, the network has announced that there's a reboot with a new cast. And they're mm. younger. They're basically people who were as young as they were when they started, when they started the show. Yeah. Which was almost like 10 years it was, ago. It, it was uh, 20, 2010 when I start, first started college yeah. was when they started coming out. Yeah. Okay. Just, can you like take that back? I don't want to hear it. <laughs> it's over but, a decade yeah, old. It was a long time ago. No, just the idea of saying 2010 when I was in college just... <laughs> I mean, it, you, it, it, it was it was a decade, okay. Well, you like wounded me. It was a decade. You just wounded me. Okay, mortal blow. I'm literally getting old already. Oh, anyway, okay, stop that now. <laughs> okay, right. you made it worse, stop baby. that now. Um, okay, so they are pissed off. Yeah, and and it's like they all posted the same statement, by the way. And read the how, statement because this is so it, ridiculous. It's ridiculous and corny, by the way. They say everybody, Snooky, Jay, Wow, the whole gang. They all posted saying, we are not in support of a version that will exploit our original show, our hard work, and authenticity to gain viewers. First of all, that's exactly what you were doing when you first signed on to the show way back when. Now, and first of all... You mean when they got drunk and fell off bicycles? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, look, you, guys, you guys are older now. You're older folks now. I'm just, you got kids. Yeah. You're married. Nobody, nobody cares. And this, 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 by the way, this thinking of like, yeah, you're old and you're washed up also applies to the Kardashians, I would argue a little bit, but... It's true. It's I, like you guys are old and washed up. Nobody wants to see they're you. Not, you're they're not, not you're, washed they up. They are kind of washed up because you're not doing, you're not providing well, they're in a different, the same. They're in a different phase of life. You're not providing <laughs> the same type of drama you were doing when you were in your 20s. I'm, I'm sorry. None I, of you are. Even Polly D, who's the party guy. You're even, you're kind of an old timer at this point. I dude. hate like, this. I hate this sentiment so much. I hate that they got extremely famous. They all have huge careers yes. because of that show. And I call this pulling up the ladder after you've become famous. They don't mm. want anyone else to capitalize on getting drunk at bars and, ha and, and, and antics out in the Jersey Shore, which, by the way, they didn't invent. These no. were just a couple of kids who did this, got very famous, but right. they want to pull up the ladder they got and it. not allow anyone else to share in that success. I think it's a gross sentiment. Mm -hmm. I think it's natural for humans to feel it, to sure. feel like, oh, we're being replaced. That's our that's our this shtick. Our brand. That's our shtick, not, yeah. not yours. Right. But I think it's gross. You know and I think I, you should resist saying it, not, yeah, not yeah, say yeah. it publicly. You know right. what it feels like to me? That, that, that the original cast is getting in a room and they're just playing Bruce Springsteen's Glory Days. <laughs> you know, it's sort of like... Okay, guys, you had that, but that's what people like to see. The reason you got famous and rich is because they like seeing what you did when you were 20. Right. You're not 20 anymore, and the network wants to keep 
that franchise that you didn't create, that they created, they just cast you in it. Yeah. They want to cast new people. You know and what they should do? Shift their mindset. This is homage. This is an homage no, to a successful not to brand. Pe- not to people who want to be but like stars. Beverly Hills 90210 did a reboot. Of mm-hmm. course you couldn't still do it with Brent, Brendan and Brenda from, from the 90s. Right, they were, they're right. now 50 years old. Exactly. So you do a reboot. That's an homage to the, no, 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 to the but, enduring but, success but of there, that formula. There's a difference. That if 90210 wanted to... If they felt that they should be doing, okay, let's talk about what happens 10 years after they graduate from high school. That would be the equivalent because that's what Jersey Shore is trying to do right. with Snooki and company. Right. Family right. vacation. Right. Yeah. but it's Except like, now they all have three kids. So. And I love this. And <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. The, that's the new drama. It's yeah. Like, and, and, I, and I love our production sources there. We're calling the cast ungrateful, <laughs> calling it disgusting that they took a swipe at the network this way. And it's true. I mean. Well, these, they, are, these are naturally trashy people. I mean, we've, we've seen that forever. <laughs> So it's like it's that's not, just it's, deep in their DNA. Yeah, it's just not yeah. that alarming. But <laughs> okay. I, one one thing a correction I'll make real quick is that I sort of compared them to Kardashians. The Kardashians have done a better job, just objectively, of staying relevant even at their older age. And when all the kids that they have, their new show is actually doing well. It's it's performing well. I, I, as much as I hate it. It's performing well. People are still tuning in. It's just, which is crazy to me. So I, it's like I don't know. Maybe there is sort of an audience for an older, if, if, like an older IP, if you will. But well, they're Shore, worried if this new one comes in, no one's going to watch Family Vacation because if you want to see the real rowdy kids, you'll watch the New Jersey Shore. True. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Last thing. Um, speaking of the Kardashians. So Pete Davidson said goodbye to Saturday Night Live on I'm Saturday. I'm so angry about this. Why? Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I bet I, we're going to be on the I'm, same I'm, side I'm, of this. I'm angry about this because, well, first of all, like, yeah, he, he had a long run. Good. Great. That's fine. Dude, you were, first of all, I just want to mention the fact that Pete Davidson got the headlines as the, as the person leaving the show, Insane. We, we we led with Insane. it. Everybody else led with it, which is which is fine. That's where the media is these days on Pete Davidson. That's how famous and important he is. Ad Bryant and more importantly Kate McKinnon also left, and they they have contributed so much more to that show over the years than Pete Davidson has. He is hardly Harvey. This is a hundred percent correct. He has never. Pete is not important. He is not. SNL. He is not. Never has. He doesn't been. appear in sketches. Never. Harvey. He's he's sprinkled throughout. Every so often he appears on. On weekend update every he has so had. often, but he is not, and, and Kate McKinnon has contributed so much. Okay. He's one of the most. He is not integral. Members. He has had eight okay. uninteresting seasons on him, SNL. And, and Aidy Bryant was was dismissed. She didn't even get her own little segment or goodbye. It was so shameful. Kate McKinnon started. got to go on the on, yeah, the, on she, the space shuttle okay. got, and give her goodbye the, in the opening. open. She got the cold open. Hey yes, guys, 100% guys, guys, I I agree with what you said. I'm furious about that. I am too. And at the same time, are you kidding me? Where do you work? I mean, are, uh, have, we, we should take a long, have, hard look at ourselves. Yeah, no, I, I mean, <laughs> well, no, because we mirror what people are interested in. That's true. And the reality is, you're absolutely right that Kate McKinnon and others were more important than Pete on the show. Yeah. But in terms of cultural the, importance, yeah. yeah, I mean, look, I, and, and I, it all I'll goes back, it. and it all goes back to dating Kim Kardashian. Yes, and that's what makes and me Ariana so, Grande but before that. That's, that's what makes me so but, angry. But about why does that surprise because you? Because his fame is not merited. It's not warranted on his own objective contributions to showbiz or whatever. He's not that. He's not that a big of a thrill. Yeah, he's good in the sack apparently, but that's all he's famous for for dating these women and his profile gets Fabian, elevated. He's made a whole he's career on riding on the coattails of all the women so he's ever dated. Let, let me it's ask you, to me. without mentioning who, without mentioning who, do you think there are singers who don't aren't really that good, but they end up becoming incredibly famous over people who have much more talent? Yeah, I'm sure that happens all the time. Yeah, what's, the, what's the difference? The difference is that they're actually on stage doing something. They're actually they're 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 well, pumping he, out content. No, he's not, he he's pumping out content. I mean, it's just not now, it, it, now, it, it may like, not be oh, as good like, as Kate McKinnon. But my look, 
I know somebody who's a very famous singer-songwriter. And that person told me about the person who needed more auto-tuning than anybody else this person has ever worked with. It's a very famous, successful singer. Mm. Um, and this person is incredibly famous. My, I'm not going to say who, but my only point is this happens all the time. It's like, what do they do off stage? That usually becomes more sticky, more interesting to people than what they do on stage. A song is a song is a song. Uh, no, no, it, no, well, no. I, I, my question it is, may why be it doesn't wrong. bother you? You know, you know what? What it, the it doesn't biggest bother example me. of this is? The biggest example in my mind is your favorite person is Diana Ross, who is not the most talented singer in the Supremes. Never was, correct? I'm, I'm going to ask you, was she the most talented singer on the Supreme? Well, I, no, but do you know another Supreme? Hold on. No. Hold on. Is the answer no or yes? I can answer your question. And the answer is she was not the best singer in the group. The best singer in the group was Florence Ballard. Correct. However. And it's no, tragic. Stop, no, oh, let it's me, tragic no, 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 that Florence let, Ballard doesn't have the name. No, no, no. Let has. me just finish. Mm. Barry Gordy, the head of Motown, early on said, yeah, you know, Florence may be a better singer, but Diana has the look, has, has everything else, has, has, everything, has yeah. everything else, and she's a good singer, and she can propel this group. Here's the bottom line, and that's a tragedy. No, no, that's no. Why you get hold on, hold dream on. Girls, hold where on. Jennifer Hudson you, you, sings her heart out. You can okay, as the Florence. First Ballard. of all, you're smiling, <laughs> but but hold on, he was right. Yeah, he was right. But, but okay, they so what's, huge. So that, what's your beef? That comparison, so what's your beef? He was right. That, that comparison doesn't. <laughs> what's your beef? It doesn't apply to P because P doesn't have. It he doesn't have anything. Look at this guy. Oh I mean, my god! He's, serious. He's, Look at him. He doesn't uh, to, have anything. To, to, to Fabian, me, he's not even Diana Ross, who he's had not, all these other attributes. Right. He is a leech. He's a leech. Oh my on god! Ariana Grande now on Kim Kardashian. Yes. The guy brings very. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He's a Fangali of a man. You know what? Who, who There's a lot of nice guys. Women. That's what he is. You know what happens? You're mad that he's a nice guy. Nice guys are supposed to finish last. There's a reason for that. And this guy's finishing first, and it bothers Fabian and I. Yeah, it bothers you. It really bothers. It seems to bother you too, which is very problematic. Fabian, you guys. Anyway, we're going to a psychologist. We'll see you. Bye. Bye.